When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In today's show, Bitcoin price posting the best September since 2016 as Bitcoin sellers eye 27,500 next. In breaking news, Mexican billionaire Ricardo Salinas says he holds 60% of his portfolio in Bitcoin. Smart man. And quitting Max Kaiser, Bitcoin inspires, assures, and monetizes as peace and love. Fiat money monetizes war and hate. This is why El Salvador is growing and the US, UK, Canada, and almost every other country is shrinking or collapsing. Also in today's show, more breaking news. Three Arrows Capital Suzu arrested in Singapore. That's right. He was arrested at Singapore's airport while attempting to leave the country after a court granted a committal order. We'll also be discussing Bitwise announces their Ethereum ETF launch on October 2nd. That's right. Just two days away. Bitwise stated that that this move will enable the investors to access CME, Ether Futures. We'll also be discussing Costco selling out of gold bars, but is it a better investment than Bitcoin? Oh, hell no. Nah. I'll be breaking this down for you. We'll also be discussing a $600 billion tipping point for crypto, and that's Bitcoin ETS fam. We'll also be discussing six reasons why the Bitcoin price will smash $200,000 per coin tied to the BlackRock ETF approval. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. With that being shared, welcome everyone. This is pod episode number 1417. I'm your host, JV, and today is the last day of the month, September 30th, 2023. So much for September. This is the best month for crypto since 2016, which is a pretty big deal. So let's kick off today's show as we do each and every day with our market watch. As you can see here on Coin360, a sea of green. Bitcoin's still sitting above 27,000. We have Ether just on the cusp of recapture in 1,700. We have Solana trading above 21 bucks and BNB and Cardano also in the green. And checking out CoinMarketCap.com, we're sitting at 1.08 trillion as far as the market cap with roughly 32 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance is 48.4% with the Ether dominance at 18.7%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, we got GMX leading the pack 
up almost 6%, trading above $40.50, followed by Solana, up almost 6%, trading at $21.42, followed by Maker, up almost 6%, trading at $1,541. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week. Again, you can see a sea of green, which is a great sign for the crypto market with Solana, Maker, and GMX, and WeMix leading the pack. And checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. We're currently rated a 47, which is neutral. Yesterday was a 48, last week a 47, and last month a 52, which is neutral. So there you have it. How many of you are currently bullish on Bitcoin for heading into October, which is right around the corner tomorrow? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And now let's break down today's Bitcoin technical analysis and check out the charts and what's popping with the King Crypto. As you can see here, Bitcoin bulls lost their grip on 27,000 into September 30th as the monthly and quarterly close loomed large. Here, as you can see, the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart, and we just regained 27,000 right before I went live. Data from Cointelegraph and TradingView tracked cooling off for the Bitcoin price action ahead of the key September candle print. Bitcoin remained up nearly 4% month to date, not too shabby, marking its most successful September since 2016 per data from monitoring resource, CoinGlass. And conversely, the quarterly performance for quarter three showed Bitcoin down 11.5% at this time. And for analysts, everything could change in the final hours of the monthly candle. So it's going to be an interesting evening. In the past, a green September resulted in a green October, November, and December as well. Another great sign. So will history repeat? What do you think, fam? Let me know in that live chat. Now, the day prior, Another analyst, Jelly, predicted better conditions for quarter four, including a breakout pass, 30,000 for the first time since early August, quoting the analyst here, after months of accumulating coins and slowly preparing us for the bull market, I think it is time, expecting quarter four to bring new strength and a break of $30,000. Send it. Let's freaking go. Now let's discuss the textbook bearish technical, shall we? Beyond the monthly and weekly close, the impending United States government shutdown should continue to suppress the price action of Bitcoin unless a solution is found in time. Quoting material indicators, we're heading into the last trading day of the month with textbook bearish technicals for the key moving average on the daily, the weekly, and the monthly timeframes. And the trend precognition is flashing a new trading signal on the Bitcoin daily chart. So it'll be interesting. He also says there's a high probability that the killer whales, the long-term hodlers, will be amping up the weekend whale games around the daily, weekly, and monthly candle closes. Don't get lured into the trap. He also shares this snapshot of the Bitcoin order book, which is the largest global exchange Binance showing bid liquidity congregating around 26.8. Meanwhile, sellers lay in wait at $27,500. And quoting Dan Crypto Trades, we have had volatility last week, but open interest has cooled down, so I doubt we'll get any strange price action until maybe later on Sunday. And this chart showed the CME Group Bitcoin futures opening and closing prices potentially acting as a magnet for the Bitcoin spot price, which is a common phenomenon. As you know, we tend to close those CME futures gaps. Now, Ricardo Salinas, he's known as being the third richest man in Mexico. God bless his soul. 60% of his portfolio is in Bitcoin. You got to love it. And shout out to Max Kaiser for orange pilling Ricardo Salinas. Well done. And quoting Max, Bitcoin inspires, assures, and monetizes peace and love. Fiat money monetizes war and hate. Facts. This is why El Salvador is growing in the US, the UK, Canada, and almost every other country is shrinking or collapsing. Preach. And as he shares some statistics, I know Bukele has been sharing as well, that El Salvador went from the most dangerous uh, country to live as far as the murder capital of the world to becoming the safest, now safer than the United States. 
States and up there with Canada, which is remarkable. So shout out to my people in El Salvador and their fearless president, Nayib Bukele. Now let's break down our next story of the uh, of the day, which is breaking news. Three Arrows Capital founder has been arrested. Suzu, that's right. Check this out. He was just arrested at the airport. The co-founder of Three Arrows Capital was arrested in Singapore when attempting to leave the country. He learned from Tenio, the joint liquidator of the bankrupt hedge fund. This is how this was reported on in the statement. Tenio announced that Zhu was apprehended at uh, Shangi Airport whilst attempting to travel out of Singapore following a committal order granted by the Singapore courts against him. A committal order is used to send someone to prison for contempt of court. On September 25th, five days back, he was granted its committal request in Singapore, claiming Zhu failed to comply with the court order. Meanwhile, the investigation is related to efforts to recover funds for creditors of Three Arrows Capital. How many of you were impacted or affected as a result of this collapsed company? Let me know. The $10 billion hedge fund collapse uh, last year in 2022. Following the implosion of the Terra ecosystem, Three Arrows Capital had excessive leverage on long positions across some cryptos and borrowed hundreds of millions of dollars from crypto lending protocol. Since the failure, co-founder Suzhou and Kyle Davies have been on the run from liquidators. Although very active on social media, the committal order granted in Singapore sentenced Suzhou to four months imprisonment. A similar committal order was granted against Davies, said Tenio, quoting them here. As a result, Mr. Suzhou will be held in prison to serve his sentence of four months under the committal order, during which time the liquidators will seek to engage with him on matters relating to Three Arrows Capital, focusing on the recovery of assets that are either the property of Three Arrows Capital or that have been acquired using Three Arrow Capital funds. The liquidators will pursue all opportunities to ensure Mr. Zhu complies in full with the court order made against him for for provision of information and docs relating to Three Arrows Capital and its former investment manager during the course of his imprisonment and thereafter, and may make applications for further court orders as required. Now, Davies's whereabouts remain currently unknown. The Monetary Authority of Singapore prohibited Suzu and Davies from conducting regulated investment activity for nine years each. Like, whoa. So there you have it. Another one bites the dust. Now let's break down our next story of the day. Did you know in two days there's going to be an Ethereum ETF launch for futures? Let's break this one down and then we'll start talking about, more importantly, Bitcoin spot ETFs and everything related to it. Bitwise Asset Management has revised the spot Bitcoin exchange traded fund app and confirmed that trading for two Ether futures ETFs will commence October 2nd. That's right, two days out. The firm revealed that trading is scheduled to commence for the Bitwise Ethereum strategy ETF and the Bitwise Bitcoin and Ether equal weight strategy ETF. Bitwise stated that this move will enable the investors to access the CME Ether futures. The firm's chief investment officer, Matt Hoogan, shared the following. Ethereum offers a more extensive portfolio opportunity compared to Bitcoin. Some investors view Ethereum as an alternative, while others perceive it as a conventional growth investment and encompassing attributes of both. Numerous companies awaiting approval for the spot Bitcoin ETF have also entered the Ethereum ETH race. As reported, the asset management company Invesco is also exploring the possibility of introducing the Invesco Galaxy Ethereum ETF. Meanwhile, Bitwise, BlackRock, Invesco, and Valkyrie are still waiting approval for their spot Bitcoin ETF apps by the US SEC, which has been delayed, making a decision amid a looming US government shutdown. Additionally, the outcome of the Grayscale lawsuit, which supports the transformation of the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust into the Bitcoin ETF, might influence when the SEC makes the decision regarding 
regarding approving the spot Bitcoin ETF applications. Hopefully they all get approved like a domino effect. What are your thoughts, chat? On August 29th, a U.S. court paved the path for the approval of the Grayscale Spot Bitcoin ETF by dismissing the agency's objections. Meanwhile, Bloomberg analyst James Safar had disclosed the complete roster of nine Ethereum futures ETFs slated to receive expedited approval from the SEC for their launch on Monday, October 2nd, 2023. So there you have it, fam. But as we already know, futures ETFs are not a good look for the investors. And in fact, they're not really even a good look for the regulators. However, regulators like to be able to control and manipulate the market prices in which they do also a government shutdowns. There is nothing new here. But anyways, more importantly, Let's get to some uh, Bitcoin ETFs, but first we got to discuss our next story of the day, gold versus Bitcoin. Costco, I'm sure you've probably heard of them or shop there. I shop there every week. Anyways, they started selling gold bars and they have sold out, which is very interesting, but there are a lot of comparisons, obviously, between gold and Bitcoin. Many people refer to Bitcoin as gold 2.0 or gold with wings, but in my humble opinion, Bitcoin is so much more superior to the precious metal that it doesn't even make any sense to be investing into gold for for obvious reasons, uh, two big ones that come to my mind, confiscation, as well as uh, market manipulation. They have been manipulating the precious metals markets for quite some time, as I commonly cover here in the show. But anyways, let's break down the story regarding Costco. They made the headlines this week after rapidly sold out on gold bars. This goes to show you that people do not trust the U.S. dollar, sign of the times, right? In times of economic uncertainty, as well as rising inflation, it is no surprise investors are turning to traditional safe haven assets like gold anything but the dollar. <laughs> you know what I mean? The question is whether gold's performance will eventually catapult its price above $2,050, a level last seen in early May. In the past 12 months, the price of gold had surged by an impressive 12%. Not impressive to me. I mean, we've seen Bitcoin surge like 60 million percent since the inception, but hey, just saying. This rally has been partially fueled by the Fed's efforts to combat inflation by maintaining higher interest rates, a move that benefits the scarce assets such as gold. While gold performance is commendable, it's essential to put it into perspective. Here in this chart, I mean, charts don't lie, you can see the yellow line, which represents gold. Bitcoin is in the orange, the S&P is in the green, and then you have oil in the black. This is over the past 12 months. Now, over that same period, gold's returns have roughly matched those of the S&P 500, which saw a gain of 15.4%. And with oil, it increased by 12%. However, these gains pale in comparison to Bitcoin's staggering 39.5% rise. Bitcoin for the win. Still, it's important to note that gold's lower volatility at 12% makes it an attractive choice for investors looking to manage risk. Now let's discuss the risk-reward scenarios favoring gold. One of the gold's strongest selling points is its reliability as a store of value during times of crisis and uncertainty. Gold's status as the world's largest tradable asset valued at over $12 trillion, positions it as the primary candidate to benefit from capital inflows whenever investors exit traditional markets such as stocks and real estate. And here you can see, again, Bitcoin versus gold and the S&P as well as oil. And for example, at the height of the COVID pandemic, gold only dipped 2.2% as indicated here in the chart in the 30 days leading up to March 24th, 2020. And according to data from the World Gold Council, the central banks have been net 
buyers of gold for the second consecutive month, adding 25, or I'm sorry, 55 tons to their reserves, which notably purchased by China, Poland, and Turkey. So that's right. They're mass uh, hodling gold, especially uh, in China, Poland, and Turkey. Bloomberg reported that Russia plans to bolster its gold reserves by an additional $433 million to shield its economy from the volatility of commodity markets, especially in the oil and gas industries. And taking a closer look at these production figures, visual capitalists estimate that approximately 3,100 tons of gold were produced in 2022. Now, with Bitcoin, we know there is a finite limited supply. You're not just going to be producing mass amounts of gold out of the blue. Now, with Russia and China accounting for 650 tons of this total, the World Gold Council also predicts that if gold prices continue to rise, the total production would reach a record high of 3,300 tons in 2023. Now, one crucial metric to consider when evaluating the gold's investment potential is its stock-to-flow ratio, which measures the production of a commodity relative to the total quantity in existence. That's right. Gold stock to flow had remained stable at around 67 for the past 12 years. And in contrast, Bitcoin had experienced three scheduled halvings, effectively reducing its issuance, and currently boasts a stock-to-flow ratio of 59. This suggests that Bitcoin has a lower equivalent inflation rate compared to the precious metal. But Bitcoin can outperform gold, even with lower inflows, 100%. Bitcoin's performance could surpass gold as the U.S. government's approach to a shutdown due to reaching the debt limit, causing investors to seek alternative scale assets. Bitcoin's 500 billion market cap makes it easier for the price to jump, even if its inflow is much smaller. And additionally, the central banks could be compelled to sell their gold holdings to cover the expenses, further boosting Bitcoin's appeal. There is also the possibility of new gold discoveries. In fact, I was actually on X the other day, and there was, I forget which country in Africa, but they discovered the hugest gold rock I've ever seen in my entire life. Just looked like a massive boulder. Solid gold. You can't just randomly find more Bitcoin, folks. It's capped off at a finite limited supply of 21 million. So in my humble opinion, there is no comparison. But what are your thoughts? Are any of you investors in precious metals such as gold or silver? Let me know in the comments right down below. Or maybe you're all in on Bitcoin as I am. The only gold I have is a little bit of jewelry passed on from my grandfather and father. May he rest in peace. You know what I mean? But much love, much respect, and a shout out to everyone just joining us in the live chat. We are blowing up. Let's freaking go. Everyone, be sure to smash that like button. It helps out tremendously with the YouTube algorithm. And with that being shared, now let's discuss Bitcoin Spot ETF, and then we'll dive into our $200,000 Bitcoin price prediction. I'm going to be giving you six reasons why Bitcoin is likely to smash that $200,000 target, and then we'll dive into our live Q&A as Bitcoin remains above $27,000. You got to love it. So yeah, now let's break down this next story of the day. Here we go. United States Appeal Court directed the SEC in August to re assess the denial of Grayscale's app for the Bitcoin exchange-traded fund. A little noted consequence of that decision is that it could open the floodgates for $600 billion in new cash to enter the crypto market. That's significant considering right now uh, the Bitcoin market cap is less than that. Now, ETFs provide investors with a regulated way to gain exposure to different asset classes, including Bitcoin. The approval of the Bitcoin 
Bitcoin ETF could democratize investment in the crypto sector, drawing parallels to how the iShares MSCI Brazil ETF and the Vanek Brazil Small Cap ETF have democratized investing in the Brazilian market. And despite some hurdles, market analysts anticipate potential Bitcoin ETF approval by early 2024. Send it. Let's go. Right around the time of the Bitcoin having a Bitcoin ETF could unlock an estimated 600 billion in new demand, according to a September report by analysts at Bernstein, more than doubling the approximately 550 billion fully diluted market cap at which Bitcoin stands today. And I think we could even usher in trillions of dollars. The total addressable market is north of 700 trillion, fam, just FYI. However, these predictions are speculative and with the actual outcome, depending on various factors such as market dynamics, company strategies, and regulatory responses. Notably, the SEC delayed the decision on Kathy Wood's ARC 21 shares Bitcoin ETF app several times already. And in August, Wood expressed her expectation for these delays, stating that she believed the SEC would approve multiple Bitcoin ETFs simultaneously. But on September September 26th, the SEC extended the decision period further to January 10th. Come on, no clarity, Gary. Congress is already telling you to approve a spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States immediately. However, no clarity, Gary, delays the rejections of Bitcoin ETF apps, and they have drawn criticism and fueled investor frustration. Are you one of the frustrated investors? Let me know. A bipartisan group of lawmakers urged Gensler this month to grant immediate approval for an ETF. How many of you watched that hearing uh, of Gensler versus Congress, I thought it was great, arguing that post-grayscale court decision, there is no reason to deny spot crypto ETFs, which they believe would enhance investor safeguards. Facts. This congressional pressure further complicates the path to the Bitcoin ETF approval, adding that the uncertainty as the ARC 21 shares Bitcoin ETF decision date approaches. And in tandem with the SEC's deliberations over the Bitcoin ETFs, major players in the crypto industry are actively lobbying for new rules. For example, Coinbase is spearheading one of the largest lobbying pushes in the crypto industry, aiming to garner support amongst lawmakers for the introduction of new regulations. As we continue to observe these unfolding developments, it becomes increasingly clear that the future of crypto regulations is being hotly contested. I think by design, fam. What are your thoughts? Recent developments suggest more potential delays in the approval of Bitcoin ETFs as a whole. James Safart, Bloomberg ETF analyst, speculates that the SEC's recent decisions may have dampened prospects for ETF approval this year. In 2023, filings from major players such as BlackRock, the largest asset manager in the world, Bitwise, WisdomTree, are slated for review in the third week of October. However, the SEC's recent actions on 21 ARC shares had sparked speculation that other filings due for review mid-October in a couple of weeks, including those from Van Eck, Invesco, Fidelity, and Valkyrie, which could also experience delays. So it remains to be seen whether there will be any significant updates on these applications anytime soon. My personal thought, I think they're going to personally kick it back again as long as they could because that's why uh, you know the sec is here with gary gensler right they want to manipulate and control the markets but guess what you can't manipulate and control the bitcoin etf markets only futures markets hence why they have approved several futures etfs but keep denying and pushing back the spot etfs the first spot bitcoin etf application was submitted by the winklevoss twins the owners of the gemini exchange over a decade ago that's more than 10 years ago yet we still don't have one so mr no clarity 
Gary? Are you going to listen to Congress and approve one immediately? Or are you going to get fired? What are your thoughts, fam? Let me know in the comments right down below. And back to our story. To better understand the implications of these ETFs, let's delve into the concept of assets under management, which represents the total market value of the financial assets in entirety or advisor manages on behalf of their clients. This crucial metric in the investment world serves as an indicator of performance. Consider the following table for more insight. As you can see right here, AUM, assets under management, BlackRock, almost 9.5 trillion. <laughs> That's crazy. Just 1% of their assets under management is like, whoa, what is this number? Is that 94 billion? Good Lord. 2%, 188 billion. You know what I mean? And the type of ETF filed, you can see them all in the chart below BlackRock. The next up is Fidelity Investments with roughly 3.9 trillion in assets under management, followed by Invesco with one and a half trill. We have Wisdom Tree with uh, looks like I don't know if that's 75 billion. Ark Invest with roughly 5 billion. Valkyrie Investments with 120 billion. Vanek with 7 billion. Skybridge Capital with 770 million. And ProShares with 60 million. Let's go. Financial institutions with the higher AUM, like BlackRock, could generate more revenue from management fees if they successfully launch the Bitcoin ETF. As competition in the Bitcoin ETF market intensifies as the game theory continues in full effect, it may drive down management fees. I think personally, competition is a great thing. Investment firms charge these fees for managing funds, typically ranging from 0.2 to 2%. A trend of decreasing management fees has been observed recently due to the increased competition, cost-effective investment strategies, and investor demand for transparency. So there you have it. And as Max Kaiser recently shared, whoever bribes the SEC and pays them the largest amount of bribe is going to get their spot Bitcoin ETF approved first. Who has the most money and controls almost every major corporation in the world. You guessed it, BlackRock fam. So more than likely, I think BlackRock is to get the approval from the SEC. If I had to guess, I'd say it's going to be around the time of March of next year, right before the Bitcoin halving. Can you say bull market price discovery mode and new all-time highs? Let's freaking go. And with that being shared, fam, now let's discuss six reasons why I believe the Bitcoin price will reach $200,000 per coin sooner than later. Let's break this one down, shall we? An analyst and YouTuber, Crypto Rover, suggests that it is highly anticipated BlackRock ETF receives a green light. The value of Bitcoin can soar to $200,000 per coin, which represents an increase of 663%. Let's go. Let's explore the six compelling reasons that Crypto Rover presents to support his claim. Here's the X post he shared right here, quoting him word for word. I think Bitcoin will go to $200,000 plus if the BlackRock spot ETF gets approved. So Mr. No Clarity Gary, let's go. Here are the six reasons why the approval is imminent. Number one, BlackRock, the largest asset manager in the world, has an impressive ETF approval rate of 99.8% with only one rejection throughout its history. That's right. It's something like 575 times the SEC approved their ETF app and only rejected it once. So that's a great indicator that we can get this approval sooner than later. Number two, during the 2008 financial crisis, the U.S. government and the Fed solicited BlackRock to devise a strategy to navigate the situation. This demonstrates a high level of trust in BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager. They're probably more powerful than most of the governments of the world as they control more assets under management 
engagement than GDPs of major nations around the world, right? Number three, the CEO of BlackRock, Larry Fink, recently expressed a favorable view of Bitcoin, describing it as digital gold and emphasizing its potential role in portfolio diversification. Facts. Number four, BlackRock had previously introduced a private Bitcoin ETF tailored for institutional investors. Number five, spot Bitcoin ETFs have already been established and are active in both Europe and Canada. And number six, additionally, other major asset management firms, including the likes of Vanguard and Fidelity, have submitted applications for their own Bitcoin spot ETFs this cycle. So I feel it is 100% inevitable. It's coming. Even Mr. No Clarity Gary of the SEC is not going to be able to continue pushing this back for much longer. So next year, peep this, fam. In literally six months' time, we can have the Bitcoin having and a spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States finally approved the two biggest bullish catalysts that exist in Bitcoin around the same freaking time. Add on that, the supply demand. You know what I mean? Stock the flow, supply and demand, supply shock. There's less than 2 million Bitcoin currently sitting on the exchanges. Do you know if they launch the ETF, BlackRock is going to have to be holding the underlying asset? Have they already accumulated or are they looking to accumulate mass BTC? I think their boys over on Wall Street and the SEC, they're trying to suppress the prices so they can keep stacking. So when they launch, they're ready to go. Would you rather purchase Bitcoin at 20,000 a coin or 200,000 a coin? I think BlackRock much rather purchase it at 20000 around this ballpark, the same as any investor would. So to me, that only makes sense. I am more bullish on Bitcoin right now than I have ever been in my entire life. And I cannot believe we are so close to 2024. This is going to be an incredible year. How many of you, this will be your first having event? Let me know in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode, HODL.